Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. Today, we have an exciting topic to discuss, the Diva 360 dataset. This dataset is a game-changer in the world of immersive neural fields. That's right, Tom. The Diva 360 dataset, also known as the Dynamic Visio Audio Dataset for Immersive Neural Fields combines visual and audio data to create a comprehensive and realistic experience. It opens up new possibilities for research and development in virtual reality, augmented reality, and other immersive technologies. Absolutely. One of the key features of this dataset is its focus on dynamic scenes. It captures real-world interactions and movements that can be used to train neural networks for creating more realistic environments. That's fascinating. Tom, can you give us some examples of how this dataset can be used? Of course. The Diva 360 dataset can be used in a variety of applications. For example, it can help with training virtual assistants to better understand and respond to human interactions. It can also be used in entertainment industries like video games or movies to create more immersive experiences. That sounds incredible. I can imagine how this dataset could revolutionize the gaming industry by allowing developers to create more realistic characters and environments. Absolutely. Jen. And what sets the Diva 360 dataset apart is its multimodal nature. It combines visual information with audio data to create a more comprehensive understanding of a environment. This allows researchers and developers to create experiences that are not only visually accurate, but also sound realistic. That's really impressive. Tom, I can see how this multimodal approach could enhance immersion in virtual reality experiences by adding a whole new dimension of audio realism. Exactly. And it's not just about immersion. The Diva 360 dataset has implications beyond entertainment as well. It can be used in fields like medicine for training simulations or in education for creating interactive and engaging learning experiences. That's a great point. Tom, the potential applications of this dataset are vast and exciting. It's going to be interesting to see how researchers and developers utilize the Diva360 dataset to push the boundaries of what's possible in immersive technologies. Definitely. Jen, this dataset truly represents a leap forward in the field of immersive neural fields. It opens up new avenues for research, development, and innovation. We're excited to see what the future holds for this groundbreaking dataset. Absolutely. Tom, so if you're interested in immersive technologies and want to stay ahead of the curve, make sure to keep an eye on developments related to the Diva360 dataset. This is definitely a game-changer in the world of neural fields. Well said, Jen. And that wraps up today's episode on the Diva 360 dataset. We hope you found this discussion informative and inspiring. As always, thank you for tuning into our podcast.
Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes where we explore more exciting topics. Until next time, stay curious and keep exploring the fascinating world of immersive neural fields. See you next time. Upbeat music playing. Welcome back to our out of this world podcast. The Cosmic Chronicles. I'm Tom. And right beside me is the gravity-defying Jen. That's right. Tom. And speaking of defying gravity, have you ever wanted to unleash your inner alien dancer? Indeed. Well, folks, get ready to dance like you're on an intergalactic disco flow because today's episode is sponsored by Galactic Raga Enterprises. Galactic Raga Enterprises? What in the universe is that? Whispering, it's a company that teaches extraterrestrial dance moves. Trust me, it's fantastic. Oh boy. Commercial music fades in. Singer. Futuristic voice. Do you find yourself boogieing awkwardly among humans? Tired of hiding those six celestial dance moves? Introducing Galactic Raga Enterprises. An otherworldly dance academy dedicated to helping Earthlings tap into their interstellar groove. With our state-of-the-art lessons taught by genuine aliens from distant galaxies, Tom and Jen hold up cardboard cutouts with paper alien heads attached. Jazzy sci-fi background music playing. Aliens. Through a voice modulator. Greetings from ZOGRON7 and Nebulon9. We've mastered every stellar step. From lunar lockers to Martian moonwalks, Tom attempts an alien move but falls over comically aliens. Laugh through the voice modulator voiceover announcer. Deep movie trailer voice. Prepare for mind-bending rhythms unleash your potential under neon nebula lights. Jen discovers her hidden talent as she dances impressively with glow-in-the-dark rhythm sticks voiceover announcer. Continues dramatically. Voiceover announcer. Continued. Whether you desire the funky fresh Mars Mambo or the whimsical Saturn Shuffle, Galactic Raga Enterprises has you covered. And for a limited time only. Mention our podcast and receive your very own slime-resistant dance shoes. Perfect for those gooey alien dance parties. So stop shuffling like an earthling and start grooving like a Martian. Call Galactic Raga Enterprises at 1-800-GALACTIC today. That's 1-800-GALACTIC. And remember, folks, Galactic Raga Enterprises, where Earth meets the cosmos on the dance floor. Commercial music fades out. Tom and Jen burst into laughter. Well, that was interesting. Absolutely. So don't miss out on this chance to become an intergalactic dancing superstar. We'll be back with more cosmic revelations after this short break. Jen chuckles. Podcast music fades in. End of commercial. Hello there and welcome back to another award-winning episode of our podcast. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Your co-host we're so glad you could join us today because we have a truly fascinating topic to discuss. 
Foundational models for fault diagnosis of electrical motors. Now, I know that might sound a bit intimidating, but fear not. We're here to break it down and make it easy to understand. That's right, Jen. Fault diagnosis is an important aspect of maintaining and optimizing the performance of electrical motors. These motors are used in many different industries and applications, but they can experience faults or malfunctions that can affect their efficiency and reliability. Absolutely, Tom. And in this research paper titled Foundational Models for Fault Diagnosis of Electrical Motors, the authors address a key challenge in fault diagnosis, the assumption that training and testing data are drawn from the same distribution. In real-world scenarios, the data distribution can actually vary across different operating conditions of electrical motors making it difficult to effectively implement existing fault diagnosis studies. So what this paper proposes is a new framework that overcomes these limitations by developing foundational models for fault diagnosis of electrical motors. These models utilize a neural network-based backbone that learns high-level features through self-supervised learning techniques. The backbone is then fine-tuned to achieve specific fault diagnosis objectives. What's really fascinating about this approach is that it requires much less labeled training data. Compared to traditional supervised learning methodologies, the empirical evaluation of these foundational models showed impressive results, more than 90%. Classification accuracy across different types of fault scenarios and even with different machines. That's quite impressive indeed. The researchers have essentially created a model that efficiently acquires knowledge from various faults and normal functioning states without needing an excessive amount of labeled data. This makes it highly efficient and adaptable in real world scenarios. Absolutely, Tom. And the versatility of these foundational models is really something to admire. They are capable of accurately diagnosing different fault types, locations, and severity levels. And even in situations where there is noise in the data, the models still perform exceptionally well. This paper opens up exciting possibilities for future research in the field of fault diagnosis for electrical motors. By incorporating physics information within these foundational models and further testing them across more target tasks, we could achieve even more robust fault diagnosis capabilities. So whether you're an engineer interested in practical applications or just someone curious about the latest advancements in machine learning, this research paper is definitely worth checking out. We'll make sure to include a link to it in our episode description. And as always, we encourage our listeners to keep exploring and expanding their knowledge on fascinating topics. Like these, understanding complex concepts can be rewarding and opens up new opportunities for innovation. That's all the time we have for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed learning about foundational models for fault diagnosis of electrical motors as much as we did discussing it. Thank you all for tuning in. Stay curious and keep exploring. See you next time.
podcast intro music. Welcome back to the Tom and Jen show. Folks, we've got a special sponsor today that may leave you a little lost for words. That's right, Tom. Our sponsor is Elf Inktastic, the magical tattoo parlor for mischievous elves. Jen, can you believe it? There's actually a whole parlor dedicated to tattooing mischievous elves. It's like one part magic, two parts chaos. I know, right? And the best part is they guarantee each tattoo will amplify an elf's mischief by tenfold. Can you imagine having your very own troublemaking elf with their own personalized tattoos? Oh boy, I bet they have some wild designs. Like tiny tattoos of elves hanging from Christmas lights or putting reindeer antlers on Santa Claus. And what about intricate tattoos of presents being unwrapped or instant snowstorms appearing out of nowhere? Talk about making life interesting. Absolutely mind-boggling stuff here. But let me guess. It's not just any old temporary ink we're talking about here. Is it? Nope. These magical tattoos are permanent, as permanent as an elf prank gone wrong. So once that mischief mark is on there, Tom, whispering, it's there forever. Jen, squealing, forever and ever and ever. Tom, clears throat, right then. If you want to stir up some holiday havoc or make every day feel like April Fool's Day, with your very own personal elf squadron, Jen, giggles. Which sounds amazing if you ask me, Tom. Chuckling. Then Elf Inktastic is the place to go. Just bring your elvish pals down to their parlor in Shimmering Forest Grove. Jen. Whispering. Make an appointment before you go. Folks. You don't want a stampede of mischievous elves causing chaos at the door. Ain't that the truth? And if you mention our podcast, you might get a special deal. They'll throw in some bonus smirk stickers for your elvish friends. Jen. With enthusiasm. Oh boy. Elf stickers. What more could you ask for? Well, we hope all our listeners have a jolly good time at Elf Inktastic, turning mischief into an art. Form. Remember folks, choose your tattoo wisely and be prepared for pranks galore. That's right. Tom. Stay tuned for more hilarity on the Tom and Jen show. Until then, keep it elfy. Podcast outro music. Outro music. Welcome back to another exciting episode of our podcast. Today, we have a fascinating topic to discuss, discovering adaptable symbolic algorithms from scratch. That's right, Tom. In this episode, we'll be diving into the world of adaptable algorithms and how they are developed from scratch. It's a complex topic but we're here to break it down for you. Absolutely. Jen, let's start by explaining what symbolic algorithms are. These algorithms use symbols or mathematical expressions to solve complex problems they can. Manipulate and process these symbols in order to find optimal solutions. That's correct. Tom. And what makes these symbolic algorithms even more interesting is their ability to adapt and learn. From their environment, they can adjust their behavior based on real-time observations and changes in the environment. 
right gen and this paper introduces an innovative method called auto robotics zero rs that discovers adaptable policies from scratch unlike traditional approaches that rely on neural networks rs builds control programs with the full expressive power of a linear register machine exactly ARZ evolves modular policies that can dynamically modify their model parameters and alter their inference algorithm on the fly. This allows them to adapt and perform optimally even in rapidly changing environments. It's truly impressive how these symbolic algorithms can evolve and adapt on their own. The researchers demonstrated this method using a simulated quadruped robot and showed how it could maintain control even when individual limbs broke during operation absolutely tom the paper also introduces a novel non-stationary control task called cataclysmic cart pole by introducing sudden environmental changes the researchers tested the adaptability of the evolved control policies and what they found was remarkable the evolved policies outperformed popular neural network baselines in terms of adapting to the dynamic changes and maintaining optimal performance. It's fascinating to see how these evolved control programs are represented as interpretable. Symbolic programs this means that they are simpler and easier to understand compared to other approaches in the literature. Absolutely. Jen. The implications of this research are immense. It opens up new possibilities for autonomous robots that can adapt and perform optimally in real-world scenarios with non-stationary environments. And that's a wrap for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed diving into the world of discovering adaptable symbolic algorithms from scratch. With us. Stay tuned for more exciting topics and discussions in future episodes. As always, thank you for listening and remember to stay curious. Outro Music Upbeat Music Playing Hey there, podcast listeners. Today's episode is brought to you by the one and only Pyroclastic Penguin Pizzeria. That's right, Tom. You might be wondering why penguins would open a pizzeria. Well, they've got this thing for hot and spicy toppings. And when we say hot, we mean hot. These penguins have access to their very own volcanic oven. It's a real blast. Literally. Picture this. You walk into pyroclastic penguin pizzeria and there they are, little black and white birds flinging pizzas into the air with astonishing precision. But wait, before they bake it, SFX of volcano erupting. They toss your pizza directly into their volcanic oven for that extra fiery flavor. It's like eating inside a lava pit but without the burning sensation, hopefully. And don't worry about delivery mishaps because these feisty flightless birds have mastered rocket-propelled delivery drones. So sit back in awe as your molten masterpiece arrives just in time for dinner. Jen whispers, please handle with caution. SFX of explosion. Tom laughing. Yeah, maybe hold on tight when slicing that cheesy goodness. Jen giggling. 
Think of it as an adventure meal. An eruption of flavors in every bite. SFX of sizzling pepperoni. Tom. Excitedly. And if you're feeling adventurous yourself. Try their exclusive blazing beet challenge. See who can handle the hottest pizza topping. Combinations without crying lava tears. Jingle plays softly in background. Both. Singing. Pyro plastic pen gin pi zzere. Bringing sizzle to your taste buds all day. Ha. Narrator. Pyroclastic penguin pizzeria, where the heat is on. And the flavors out of this world. But remember, folks, proceed with caution and a fire extinguisher nearby. Enjoy responsibly. And now, back to our podcast. Jen. Whispers. Oh boy. Pyroclastic penguins and sizzling pizzas, only on our show. Laughter fades out as the commercial ends. Welcome to our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm here with my co-host Jen. Today, we have a fascinating topic to explore. Image synthesis under limited data. A survey and taxonomy. That's right. Tom, in recent years, deep generative models have made tremendous advancements in reproducing data distributions to generate novel visual content. However, these models often require a massive amount of training data and computation resources. But what happens when we only have limited data available? That's where this survey and taxonomy come in. This comprehensive paper by Mengping Yang and Ji Wang explores the challenges, solutions, and potential applications of image synthesis under limited data. They provide a clear problem definition and taxonomy for various tasks in this field. Absolutely. Tom, one of the main challenges in synthesizing images with limited data is the risk of overfitting in memorization. If the model simply duplicates training images instead of generating new ones, the synthesis quality can greatly suffer. This paper delves into strategies like data augmentation, regularization, and novel architectures to mitigate these limitations. And what's really interesting is that they categorize the different tasks for limited data image. Synthesis into four categories, data-efficient generative models. Few shot generative adaptation, few shot image generation, and one shot image synthesis. Right. Each category addresses specific challenges and has different requirements for model training in testing setups. The authors analyze existing approaches within each category, discussing their strengths, weaknesses, technical evolution, potential applications, and remaining limitations. It's great to see how this survey not only provides a systematic understanding of image synthesis under limited data but also highlights open research problems that require further investigation. The authors hope that their work will inspire more progress and innovation in this important topic. Absolutely. And if you're interested in diving deeper into this field, they even provide a curated list of the latest papers code, and datasets on GitHub. That way, 
Researchers and practitioners can stay up to date with the rapid development of limited data image synthesis. This survey is a valuable resource for anyone new to this topic or eager to develop generative models with limited training data. By understanding the problem definition, challenges, and existing approaches, researchers can make informed decisions and push the boundaries of image synthesis under limited data. Definitely. Tom. And with the potential applications of limited data image synthesis in various domains like content, creation, customization, and artistic synthesis, this field holds immense possibilities for innovation. That's right, Jen. So whether you're a researcher or simply curious about the advancements in deep generative modeling and limited data image synthesis, this podcast episode is for you. Absolutely. Stay tuned as we dive into each category of image synthesis under limited data and explore the fascinating world of data-efficient generative models. Few-shot generative adaptation, few-shot image generation, and one-shot image synthesis. Get ready to expand your knowledge on complex topics explained in an intuitive way. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed exploring this exciting field. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. And as always, feel free to reach out to us with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, see you soon. Upbeat jazzy music playing. Hey there, podcast listeners. We have the most out of this world sponsor this week. Get ready to have your honey loving minds blown. That's right, Tom. Brace yourselves for buzzing extraterrestrial apiaries, where every drop of honey is truly a cosmic delight. Imagine this bees from another galaxy zooming around collecting nectar from intergalactic flowers. They must be some speedy little fellows. It's like their wings are powered by warp drive or something. But you know what makes Buzz and Extraterrestrial Apiaries really special? Tell, M. Jen. They've got flavors that are literally extraterrestrial. We're talking Martian Mango Madness and Saturnian Strawberry Surprise. And let's not forget about our personal favorite, Lunar Lavender Dream. You taste that stuff once and you'll swear you were floating through outer space. Pure bliss for your taste buds. Folks. And if you think these exotic flavors aren't enough to persuade you. Tom. Whispering. Prepare for the twist. Jen. Whispering. The honey sometimes glows in the dark. Both in creepy whisper together. Ooh. Back to normal voice. Tom. Excitedly. Can we all agree that eating glowing honey sounds like a party trick in itself? Jen laughs absolutely picture yourself inviting your friends over and displaying jars of glowing buzz and extraterrestrial apiaries honey across the room tom mimicking doctor's voice behold dot the jar that keeps on buzzing jen feeding off tom's enthusiasm who needs glow sticks when we've got glow honey this could even be an alien approved alternative light source during power outages Music fades. 
voiceover. So, dear listeners, if you're looking for honey that's truly out of this world, and maybe even a little bit odd, Buzz in Extraterrestrial Apiaries is the only place to go. Trust us, folks. There's no buzz like an alien buzz. Visit their website today and enter the code BEAMMEUP for 10% off your first order. Tom. Whispering. And maybe a secret sneak peek at their top secret UFO landing pad project. Jen. Whispering. Shish. Don't tell anyone. Music fades out. Both hosts together. Thanks to Buzz and Extraterrestrial Apiaries. Our favorite sponsors who bring flavor and glow from realms unknown. Keep buzzing. Earthlings. Rocket Honeypot. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of our podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Tom. Today, we have a fascinating topic to discuss. Contrastive learning for a P-aspect analysis. That's right. Tom, API aspect analysis is an important task in software engineering where we try to identify and classify different aspects covered in API reviews. Absolutely. And contrastive learning is a technique that can greatly improve the performance of transformer models in this task. Exactly. Transformer models are widely used in natural language processing tasks. And they have revolutionized the field with their ability to handle long-range dependencies in text data efficiently. With contrastive learning, these transformer models can be fine-tuned using a supervised contrastive loss objective function. This helps them learn aspect-wise semantic representations of API review instances. It's fascinating how this two-stage training approach significantly enhances the model's ability to distinguish between different aspects addressed in API reviews. Definitely. And the results from experiments conducted by the authors of this paper are impressive too. They achieved higher accuracy levels in detecting specific aspects like performance, security, usability, and documentation when compared to state-of-the-art transformer models. Yes, and they also conducted an impact analysis involving developers. The participants' feedback showed that using CLAA resulted in increased accuracy and confidence during API selection. That's right. CLA has significant implications for the software engineering community as it improves. Understanding and selection of APIs based on specific aspects that developers are interested in. Precisely. So if you're a developer looking for detailed information on specific aspects of APIs like performance or usability, CLAA could be a valuable tool for you. Absolutely. Jen, it's incredible how contrastive learning can enhance API aspect analysis and make it easier for developers to make informed decisions. It really is. And we hope you found this episode informative and insightful. We'll be back soon with more exciting topics on our podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Until next time. Take care, everyone. Upbeat music fades in. Hey there, folks. 
We have a spooktacular sponsor for today's episode. That's right, Tom. Introducing Ghoul Busters, the most ghost-friendly cleaning service out there. Are you tired of those mischievous ghosts? Sick of living with ectoplasmic goo and floating furniture? Well then, call Ghoul Busters. It's time to say goodbye to your haunting housekeeping nightmares. They'll leave your haunted house spookishly spotless while ensuring paranormal beings feel right at home. Need slime eradication? Check. Bloodstain removal? No problem. Broken chandeliers reattached no matter where they swing from? You got it. And don't worry about friendly ghosts like Casper feeling unwelcome. With Ghoul Buster's patented spectral safety policy. Even the rowdiest poltergeists experience a five-star hospitality treatment. Jen. Whispering. Pust. Tom. What about the benefits for our listeners? Tom. Whispering back. Right. Right. All our dearest podcast listeners get an exclusive offer from Ghoul Busters. Just use the promo. Code S-P-O-O-K-Y-C-L-E-A-N to receive a bonus ghostly grin on any cleaning package. Sound effect, ghostly giggling. Jen, laughing. I gotta admit, that sounds pretty fantastic. Tom, laughing too. Absolutely. So remember, folks, when things go bump in the night and leave behind a mess that looks frightful. Call Ghoul Busters for all your spectral spring cleaning needs. Jazzy closing music plays. Narrator, voiceover guy. In super enthusiastic voice. Ghoul Busters, we clean up after ghosts so well that you'll think they were never there. Boo. Music fades out. And now, back to our regularly scheduled podcast program. Enjoy, everyone. Happy cleaning, ghoul friends. Thank you.